don't forget, it ain't the first 48, bro. It's 60 minutes, bro. Got my man, David Ajabo. Shout out Zone 32. That's right. Let him know, yeah. Let him know. Come with the cane, you best not miss. Now locked in the screen. No, zone 32. 32. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Zone 32 podcast. Episode 90, the Kevin Price, Rob Burnett, uh, Pernell McPhee episode. But most importantly, is Beyond Them. A man who got this out earlier this offseason, friend of the show, who hasn't been on yet. This is the David Ojabo episode, former Michigan legend. But either way, we got three quarters of a crew here tonight. Actually, no, we have 80% of a crew here tonight. My name is Jake. His name is Drew. His name is Will. His name is Trippy. Grant's down bad, so he ain't coming through. Say what's up to the people. I like that three quarters better. You're not counting yourself. That would be a non-selfish move, Jake, if you didn't count yourself. You know, that would be a team first thing. Unlike George Pickens, not a team first guy. <laughs> I hope this version of George Pickens gets a lifelong contract with the Pittsburgh Steelers because... This George Pickens is exactly what they've been drafting over the years. Diva head cases who have inconsistent talent and inconsistently produce for their team. See, it's not, even, their it's, not even, it's not even inconsistent talent. Like, I don't think anybody is arguing that George Pickens does not have possess the physical talent to be a freak in the NFL. It's the fact that he just does not have the mental makeup to be an NFL wide receiver. I mean, you can talk about, you know, coming out on national television and saying that you didn't block a guy because you didn't want to get hurt. That's fucking just wild, like one of the dumbest things I've ever read. And then, you know, you talk about like a guy who just quits on his team. Like if you want more opportunities and you're frustrated with how things are going, then you need to take what opportunities you get and prove that you deserve more. And, you know, it should be all about having this chip on your shoulder and that, you know, everybody doubts me and I'm better than you and fucking I deserve to be a wide receiver one. And instead, this fucking mental midget folds. It's, it's fucking wild to watch. And it's shit Will and I have been saying for two years. I mean, I told people him coming out of Georgia, he was a fucking medical red flag and he was a mental red flag. And he is a hardcore mental red flag. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing there's nothing good about it. There is nothing good about what he brings to the locker room. Yeah. Well, and you know what else with, you like with your medical red flag thing? How long is it until he fakes an injury? Yeah, I mean, I could see it. They're not throwing me the ball, so my leg hurts. I'm not playing anymore. Right, exactly. He, I he, mean, he literally quit he's, on he's running. He's running a go route and uh, oh, pulls up lame. You know, like oh no, it's my. You know that that surgically repaired ACL doesn't feel right. Yeah, hey, he doesn't. He won't request a trade. So uh, he won't be I on know, that team. I, next I mean, year. he. I mean, he I already did. Another, kind of. Yeah, I think he gets a Instagram. shot somewhere. I think he gets a shot somewhere. I think somebody you know, pays pennies on the dollar and hopes that he works out. But I think they're going to learn real quick that he is a, a mental midget. Immature, yeah. stupid, fucking only cares about himself. Yeah, selfish. That's not how you're going to win in the NFL. But I think we should get into... Uh, we should get into more, the more, recap more of the Ravens game. Because this is not a Pittsburgh Steelers podcast. This is no, a this fucking is, this is a, podcast. This is, a will, this is a Will and Drew take victory laps for being right when everybody else tells them they're wrong. Ah, shut Fuck the fuck up, Drew. We have uh, some other things to talk about. The Ravens on Sunday went into Duval, played the Jaguars, a place where Lamar Jackson, through his collegiate and NFL career, 
had never won it until Sunday night because the Ravens went to Jacksonville, beat the Jaguars 23-7. Trevor Lawrence looked like shit. The fumble where he was just running and then the tackler ran up and he went, and forgot he had the ball and fumbled. It was fucking hilarious. Offense is okay, but hey, a win's a win. It was a double-digit lead. It was a two-score win. So, Drew, you know what to do. Recap the victory, man. Yeah, I mean, anytime you walk away from, uh, you know, a team that's in the playoffs with a 16-point win, not a ton to complain about. I think the offense could have been a little bit better. Um, It's very clear that when the offense is clicking, it's when the offensive line functions. And on Sunday night, the offensive line did not function well, and it was mainly Ronnie Stanley getting beat like a drum off the edge. I read somewhere that he gave up nine pressures. I read other places that he gave up seven. I don't know what the actual number that anybody sell long was, but it was far too many to be comfortable with. Like that was one of the worst performances. And it came off of a week where we praised him for, you know, showing up to practice Friday, saying all the right things and, and showing it. And then this week he didn't show it. And this is what's been frustrating about Ronnie all year is that he's just not consistently who he's supposed to be. Um, when you're giving up seven pressures a game and you're one of the highest paid left tackles in the NFL, that's not good. And so, you know, our offense kind of goes as the offensive line goes. And you can see, you know, Lamar doesn't have time in the pocket. You know, wide receivers don't have time to get open. Can't throw the ball. And it's, it's really that simple. Isaiah likely looked really good. Um, had that absurd, you know, catch over a defender where Lamar broke a sack and threw it to him, you know, 40 yards down the field. Like just Lamar making magic happen. You know, Gus looked more like the Gus of old. Um, it had been a couple of weeks since we'd seen him really run the ball like that downhill, and he looked very good. Uh, Keaton Mitchell injury is disappointing. Uh, I was a huge Keaton Mitchell guy from the start, and I thought his speed brought something to the offense that you can't really just find off the street anywhere. Um, you know, luckily it seemed like just an ACL injury and that he'll be back next year, but it's a hole in our offense for sure, and it's not a guy that you wanted to lose, especially one that was coming on as strong as he was. And then you want to get to defensively, really other than one drive where they scored a touchdown, defense looked phenomenal. Kyle Hamilton is a fucking all-pro. Um, Jason Lockenfora with your, he's not a playmaker, you can go suck a fat dick. I know that, you know. It, it, Yo! Yeah, um, I called yeah, him I the other day and I asked him. Did he pick it? What do you say? He was like, oh. No, I've been giving him flowers. I'm gonna see if I can find a clip and send it to you. I meant to send. I meant to. Uh, right, but that's the that's, that's the thing that pisses me off with him is that he fucking ran it. His whole narrative was that EDC sucks and that he's the worst GM of all time. And he's gonna run the Ravens in the ground, and then you know Lamar was never gonna come back to this dumpster fire. We'd never sign mm-hmm. a wide receiver. Blah blah blah. And then we sign Odell. We draft Zay Flowers. He extends Lamar. And then it was, uh, oh, well, yeah, okay, this was a good year, but look at Kyle Hamilton last year. He's not a playmaker. And then Kyle Hamilton just fucking tells that fat midget to shut the fuck up. With his no, play- never- By the way, did you see, did you see uh, what Marlon said EDC was saying about um, Kyle Hamilton before no. he got drafted? So apparently EDC was like in love with Kyle Hamilton in, the, in all the draft prep. And he was it's hard like, to not be, w- but he was like, wouldn't shut up about him around the building. And he was saying like this guy, if you could clone him, he, if you make 11 of him, we could just start a, a whole defense of he, Kyle Hamilton. I mean, and he, he, and he was saying unreal. how he's like, there's no way he's going to fall to us, but this guy's like my dream come true. And then he did. I mean, famously, I had a Twitter thread with uh, Brian be more sports eight, where we were talking about like, you know, who we thought the Ravens were going to take the first round. And I was like, I, I 
I wouldn't be shocked if Kyle Hamilton falls. Like that's what, you know, for whatever reason, people undervalue safeties like him and don't really seem to grasp what he can bring to the table. And then Brian famously said he would jump in the inner Harbor. If it happened, Brian has not jumped in the inner Harbor, but we did, but you know, Kyle Hamilton did fall. So, and it, it's, it's just his versatility. Like he could be a, you know, a traditional ball Hawk free safety center <laughs> field guy. He does very well playing in the boxes, like a more traditional strong safety plays a lot of slot corner. I'm sure you could send him off the edge as like an edge rusher and he'd be fine. Really the only spot that I don't think he could play consistently is interior defensive line. Right. And that's, that's more because thing. and that's more because he's, you know, what what is he probably 230, 240? And he'd probably yeah. be need to be like 290 to really, you know, do well in there. By it's the not way, a lack of skill, it's just a lack of size. On the subject of Kyle Hamilton, um, Will Compton drafted him to the Caucasian team because he said light skin but went to Notre Dame, so he counts as a white person. <laughs> Isn't he also Asian? So <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's half Asian, half black, yeah, so. half Korean. Yeah. Okay, I mean, you know, apt comparison would be Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods dominated golf and he dominated. Yeah, Tiger Woods. (laughs) His his special teams, kicker, any of them, punter, any of them, long slapper, long snapper, any of them. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, like the fact that we got Kyle Hamilton at 14 is mind blowing. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's so crazy. He he had no business being there. And the only reason he was there is because he ran a slow 40 10. Yeah. That's the only reason teams did not reach for him where they should have taken him. And thank God he – I don't know if he purposely ran a slow 40 times. He didn't want to go play for a shit team or or what. But uh, He's fucking, a pretty savvy guy. Out. He's a pretty savvy Perfect guy. Time. Yeah, yeah it, it worked out. Worked he was out picked at well. what, 14? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he should have been top 14. Well, he, is, he, he is what people thought um, Jamal Adams was going to be coming out of college. Yeah, you know right, that right. that that's who people thought Jamal Adams was. Jamal Adams went sixth overall, I think, to the Jets, and you know, as part of one of the worst trades in NFL history now, and it's basically just an undersized outside linebacker. Whereas Kyle Hamilton is a uh, just complete package, covers well, rushes the passer well, you know, covers tight ends well, can cover what, wide I receivers. What fans was giving up on him last year? Remember at the week two, yeah. right? But yeah, he had a bad he had a bad game against Miami, but so did everybody else in our fucking secondary. And so. You know, he try and get his get back next week so yeah 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 I, again just to get back to the game like it was just a it was a wire-to-wire win we were never really um you know i never really felt like it was in doubt to me you know we had full control of that game do i wish we scored more points yes do i wish keith mitchell didn't get hurt yes do i wish that that one touchdown drive didn't happen for the jags so it was a you know shutout win yes but end of the day you you went on the road you know, Sunday night, hostile environment, biggest game of the season for the Jaguars, and you fucking shut them up real quick. So um, I'm I'm pretty happy overall with that performance. Yeah, definitely. Um, offensively, I love how, uh, again, the game feel that Munkin has to, to just keep running. And even like Justice Hill looked really good when Keaton Mitchell got hurt. Justice Hill stepped in and ran the ball really well. He ran angry. He, he protected the ball. Lamar was running the ball like a maniac. Gus looked good. Uh, Keaton looked awesome until he got hurt. Passing the ball, Lamar was throwing it all over the place. Um, you know, the the one mistake he made was really bad, but it's, you know, yeah. it's, a, it's a bad judgment. It's it's a momentary lapse thing. And you could tell as soon as he did it, he was like, God damn it, what the fuck am I doing? Oh, the second that ball left his hand, he knew it was a horrible throw. But it, it, expecting him to be, be perfect is just not realistic. So, I mean, you know what I mean? And he didn't let it. You know, he didn't let it affect the rest of his game. Trevor Lawrence had that fucking ridiculous fumble that Jake talked about where 
was just running for a first down and then dropped the ball. Because, I don't know, he heard footsteps. He, I, I, who, who the fuck knows why he dropped that ball? And it totally affected the rest of his game. Like, he never he never recovered from that, whereas Lamar made a stupid play and then shook it off and was out there in that drive and was fine. So, it, even, you know, we talk about, like, we want to see this team get punched in the mouth and be able to recover from it. If you want to call that interception being punched in the mouth, then, yeah, we got punched in the mouth and, you know, we're fine afterwards. So, yeah, Ronnie is really the only – red flag, bad, negative, whatever the fuck, whatever word you want to even describe as showing. That was eye-openingly bad. I mean, every play, he was getting fucking bullied off the line of scrimmage. And that's an issue. Um, well, especially Flaley considering looked, who we're going to be playing this week. So Yeah, Flaley looked pretty good. Um, Makari looked okay. And so... He was just giving that man his props, too. Two weeks yeah. straight, and look. Yeah, so that was up. my mistake. That was my mistake. Hand up. Hand up. I should never praise Ronnie Stanley. Robin the Ravens, Ronnie, rest day, Ronnie, fucking stealing, stealing Stanley, ski mask Stanley, whatever the fuck you want to call him. No, you know, scrub Stanley. Uh, I don't fucking know, but like, I'm done. I'm done. This is exactly what pissed me off about him this year was just the, when it's bad, it's bad. And you can't be uh, alleged all pro elite left tackle getting paid the kind of money he does and put up showings like that. It just it can't happen. You nope. cannot have, you, you cannot have. The corners, the alleged cornerstone of your offensive line getting fucking beat that badly every play. He was really bad. And it's sad because he was coming off a really good performance. So, yeah, I mean, he played well enough to the point that I came on here and ate my words and said, like, this is exactly what I wanted to see out of Ronnie Stanley. Yeah. And like, good job. Good job, Ronnie. Like, this is what we need. And then he took that and fucking spit in my mouth and told me to go fuck myself. And he's like, oh, yeah, you think I'm good? This is what I'm capable of. So, asshole. Fucking Notre Dame piece of shit. Gold fuck you. Fuck. Don't say that. Kyle Hamilton is the only reason that I don't hate Notre Dame. Kyle Hamilton has saved your school. Rudy's a terrible what about movie. What about Manti Teo? Yeah, Manti Teo. Manti Teo's girlfriend would have been a better blocker than Ronnie Stanley on Sunday night. <laughs> well, you're going to be a big Notre Dame fan when Audric Estime is our, our bruiser next season. You say, again, you, you keep mispronouncing Blake Corum. I don't know why. We're not just taking Blake Corum in the second we're round. Ta- we're, we're taking Blake Corum. It's fine. We're going to take a real running back in the second round, and we're good to go. Mike Sanders still first round. We already have a real running back. Hey, 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 hey not no shots, because we definitely had the uh, the real running back that was drafted in the second round if he didn't get hurt week one. Hello? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just feel like if you promise to come visit fans and spend time with them, you should do that. Follow through on your promises, but you just won't do it for whatever reason. Ain't that crazy, though? Keaton got hurt on his birthday, on JK's birthday. That's just... Yeah, that's that's wow. that, that, that's the, cur- 20, the curse that's, of J.K. That's twenty-seven putting some bad energy out uh, in the uh, environment. Say, I want to say that's the curse of J.K. No, curse of J.K. But now we get uh, to know, see I, my man Justice Hill. Right, I made a so. statement earlier today, uh, privately, that J.K. is like George Pickens light. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Yeah, I, th- I, I think it's unfair to J.K. to to put him in the same. George Pickens is right. such an asshole and so fucking like cancerous that I don't think it's fair to put anybody in that realm. George Pickens light. JK would have blocked on that play. Yeah. I, I yeah, mean, except except he would have been he would have tried to block him and like blown out his, his hamstring or something. No. Effort effort goes a long way and you know JK Dobbins would at least have given the effort. So I, in a rare moment where I have to defend JK Dobbins, I will say that it is uncalled for to compare him to George Pickens in any in any manner, even if you're calling him George Pickens light. Yeah, well, that's nasty. Well, don't that's a bag of person. 
Well, That's rude and uncalled J- for. Rude, well, J- rude and uncalled Listen, for. J- J.K. was uh, complaining about his usage after a win, after a, a, a win against a, a conference rival or a division no, rival. He, no, he was complaining about his usage in the playoff game. Which he was right. He should have been using the ball. The first time he complained the ball. The first, the first time he complained about it was after the first Cincinnati game. Yeah, yeah. And guess what? They should have learned that lesson. What happened? The the last Cincinnati game, we didn't use them, and we lost. Well, then they used him. They used him. They used him the way he wanted to be used, and uh, his body broke down. Just like after just he compl- like, after I, he complained the first time, they started using him the way that he wanted to be used, and his body broke down. I just feel like if we would have used J.K. more in that wild card game, we could have beat the Ravens just with J.K. by ourselves. That's just my opinion because we yeah, definitely I mean, was moving the ball. All right. You're you're not wrong, but also the way that he handled that was kind of shitty of throwing Tyler Huntley under the bus. I mean, we all know that Tyler Huntley should have QB sneaked that ball from the three yard line, like anybody with a fucking three quarters of a brain. You know, pretty much but everybody. That, but, in that, there. but that was the play call, though, for him to go low. That was the play call. He went he high. Yeah. went up. And right. he went, that, and was, he, yeah. that was the play call. Everybody right. said that. I, I even got word that that was the play call. But, but why? Who, who knows? What, but if, right. if you are if you are Greg Roman, why are you trusting the game in Tyler Huntley's hands when you have J.K. Dobbins? When you have you know other guys you can give the ball to yeah. in that situation. Yeah, so, you can say that too. Or we should have just did the fucking tush push. Imagine if we would have did the tush push. I mean, anything would have been better than fucking trying to jump over the pile from the three-yard line. That's still one of the most head-scratching moments I've ever witnessed on live television. It was one of those moments where it was one of those moments where I was like, "This camera angle's got to be dog shit. Like they must be way closer than I think they are." And then nope, he scoops the ball and you know fucking takes back for a touchdown and they end up winning the game. But thank God that terrorist Greg Roman is gone. That's all I'm gonna say. Yep. What can you say? Man thought he could fly. Yeah. Thanks to Tyler Huntley, that's why he's gone. Yeah, so I, I guess in a weird way that that play was a good thing for Ravens history because now we got Todd. And yeah, like Will said earlier, credit to Todd for you know realizing that he didn't have time to let deep passes develop and had to go screens and run game to sort of you know put up enough points to win that game. That was very um, again something that we wouldn't have seen the previous four years, and it's why I'm such a fan of Todd Munkin is that he just seems to have game sense, game feel, functioning brain. I don't, know, I don't know however the fuck you want to describe it. Like, just a breath of fresh air that he is, uh, you know, able to adjust like that. And again, shout out Mike McDonald. Uh, it goes without saying, but like, that guy is a fucking wizard. I'm so glad that we went the nepotism route and lent him to Michigan for a year so that he can learn how to call plays so that he can come back and, you know, set up our defense. Oh, speaking of Mike McDonald, I have had a handful of morons in my mentions on Twitter. Um, Justin Houston just got released by the Panthers. JPP just got released by the Dolphins. And the rumor is that Calais would be next if the Falcons lost the game. And everybody keeps saying that. Could you imagine those guys in Mike McDonald's defense? And, like, you're judging them poorly for their time in Baltimore because of what they did with Wink. But they were there for Mike McDonald. They weren't there for Wink Martindale. Right. And they were not good. So I, I don't get this whole fucking – nonsense uh bring these old fucks back who yo raven held- fans you, you you know what i realized with raven fans no matter who's on the team they just want get this player back like i fuck with mark ingram right you, yeah you, he you he see that joking. bring him back like yeah, i he know was he jo- was joking wait, wait. but they was they was taking this serious like yeah bring him back i mean again like, if you read a if you read a gamer god 29 tweet 
and are like, this is a great idea. And then the players responding to it, and you're like, yes, he wants to come back. Like, reevaluate things. Man, if that's like, the case, bring Ray Rice back. Shit, at this point, bring yeah. Ray Rice back. Jamal Lewis has probably got a couple, you know, 100 carries left in him. Just that guy's fueled on fire. I, I, don't, I don't know if his knees can go though like that. Not saying, Bro, you feel me? I, don't the last, know. I, I, when I met him, he smelled like a straight up, straight up bottle of vodka. If you give him enough vodka <laughs> and cocaine, I'm pretty sure he'd be good to go. I mean, like I was, I was hung over as shit standing next to him, and I was like, I thought it was me, and I'm like, nope, I smell like a brewery. This guy smells like fucking straight vodka. So I, I think his knees will be fine. I don't think he can feel much anymore. So. And yeah, bring him and Ray Wright, mate. Uh, him, uh, yeah, Ray Wright. What, what, what's Willis McGahee up to? <laughs> Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams yeah. probably got a few carries left in the tank. Ricky. Yeah. LeRon McQueen. Fucking, where's Buck Allen or Javoris you know, Allen? You, you know, all we got to do is just give Ricky some weed shit. Let him spin. Right. Yeah. Fuck it. Why not? Hang, I mean, some, just gonna, hang, hang some from the, the crossbar and just be like, hey, you see that down there? Go get it. Bernard Pierce. He's probably He's probably available. I can't imagine he's doing anything right now. I mean, there are just if if that's well, a route, hey, that, you missed one. You missed one. Oh, Ray Rice didn't get to finish on his own terms. I already I mean, said Ray Trey, Rice. Trippy, Trippy said Ray Rice about four times. So oh, oh, my fault. I thought I thought we covered that pretty thoroughly, but yes, Grant, yes, you haven't Grant symptoms right now. As long <laughs> as we keep as long as we keep Ray Rice out of hotel elevators, I think we'd be fine. Hey, listen, yeah. I met I met him in a hotel elevator and he was nice as could Yeah, I mean you weren't spitting at him and punching him, so I feel like well, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm also you like to a bit stack. six inches taller than him too. So Yeah, I met yeah. him too. And my wife was taller than him, it was pretty funny. Yeah, he's really small. <laughs> I mean he's jacked, so like oh, yeah, he's yeah, short yeah. but compact. He's like yeah. twice twice as wide as I am, like in the shoulders, but I, I was I was legit like probably four or five inches taller than him. Oh, which is rare for which is rare for Will. It is. To be, to I mean, to be towering over a guy like that. Yeah, I'm five foot ten. I don't tower over really anybody except for women. Yeah, five foot ten when you're. Yeah, yeah well, he, I platform. mean, not well. Yeah, Drew, he ain't that short. I well, met. I, I met Trippy. Yeah. Trippy, don't 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 protect his feelings. I thought don't. I was gonna see like a midget or something. Like you did. Not short. I'm a completely He's normal probably, size human. Was he wearing high heels or what? No. <laughs> we sure? Did you check his feet? I was wearing my purple Jordans. It was a Sunday. It was a game oh, yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuffed with a couple uh, lifts in the uh, soles. I don't, I don't know if Jordans got high heels. All right. I, I don't know. They can turn anything into a high heel these days. There's fucking technology and shit. All, all I'm saying is Will's a closet midget. It's fine. It's not his fault. He wasn't, you know, I didn't choose to be short, but he was. All right. So, anyway. <laughs> well, well, I don't really have a segue, so I'm just going to say we're changing the subject. Oh, because... hey, Jake, I, yeah, I, I got to tell you something. What do you I want? Was... I was, I was driving into Baltimore on 83 South yesterday, and there's a there's a, a billboard that said "Never trust an electrician with no eyebrows." And I started cracking up laughing. I was like, "I bet Jake would fucking love that that billboard." But it came up on oh, me yeah. too quick. I didn't get to take a picture because it's like going around a curve. That's fair, <laughs> man. I did some funny electrical shit today, but I'm not going to get into. I'll talk to y'all after the after the after the podcast because out here no sparky, in my no sparky. No Sparky segment today. We should start calling no. Jake Sparky. Yeah, you could. I mean, that that is that's what they call him in the trades. They call electricians Sparkies. But it is. I would not find that to be an insult. But anyway, out of my neck of the woods, the Ravens are traveling here to play in Santa Clara, the San Francisco 49ers, on Christmas. Why are they the San Francisco 49ers, even though they play an hour south of San Francisco? 
I don't know. You got to talk to Jed York about that. I don't personally like them. That's just me. They're annoying-ass people. I'll tell you this. 49ers fans and Cowboys fans, there's no difference. It's the Spider-Man meme where they're pointing at each other. That's what they are. But on a serious note, you have the number one scoring defense in the league in the Ravens, giving up 16 points a game. You have the number two scoring defense in the league in the Niners, giving up 16.7 points a game. But the talk out here is Brock Purdy this, Brock Purdy that. Brock Purdy's going to be MVP. They're going to win out. They're going to go to the Super Bowl. Brock Purdy is Jesus Christ. You could be talking about the Kings or the Giants, and all of a sudden, Brock Purdy, you know, I just feel like saying his name. That's how much of his cock they've been sucking throughout every radio segment out here. It's fucking annoying. But I'll give him this. At least he admitted his teammates a better MVP candidate than he is in CMC. Although, if you really want to break it down, probably should be Trent Williams, even though they'll never give it to a tackle. Once he went down, that's when Brock Purdy started playing like shit. Or at least when he became I, I got I got a, I got a hot Brock Purdy take. So he is, clearly, he is clearly John Harbaugh's illegitimate child. Like there's no no doubt about that, right? We're all we're all on board with that. Like clearly, he's got Harbaugh's genetics somehow. Whether it was it, like it's, a, it's uncanny. <laughs> whether it's like a, a lab situation where somebody stole John Harbaugh's DNA and created him, or like you know that's John Harbaugh's illegitimate child. But you know who better to fucking unseat Brock Purdy as this national icon, Mister Irrelevant, you know MVP candidate, Cinderella story, than his dad. His dad wasn't in his life at all, so he's going to be trying to play extra hard on Sunday night or Monday night to uh, impress his dad. And his dad can just be like, yeah, fuck you. Well, and I will, I'll say this too. Say this is a Super Bowl preview and we end up playing the, the 49ers in the Super Bowl. The last time we were in the Super Bowl, John Harbaugh had to beat his brother. So it makes sense mm-hmm. that he would have to beat his son. John Harbaugh does pretty well against family members. Some in, biblical in shit. Games. Yeah. It's Cain and Abel. Yep. It's uh, it's Abraham and, and what was his son's name? Isaac. Isaac, Isaac. yeah. Yep. I didn't. Th- I didn't yeah. think we. I didn't think we'd be bringing up the Bible on some Thursday. Um, it's it's gonna, biblical. Gonna, it's it's biblical. I'm gonna be. It's gonna be honest. We go a lot of routes on this podcast that I don't expect. But mentioning mentioning Abraham and Isaac, the old the not. Old Testament, in spe- like specifically yeah. the Old Testament. But nonetheless, coming into the game, the Raven not the Ravens, but the yeah, the Ravens are five and a half point underdogs as of right now going into this game. So odds makers have no respect for the forty for the Ravens. Going in, they, well, so that really makes them, else. that really makes them a two point under two and a half point underdog because they get three points for being at home. Oh, yeah, that's true. Just, that's that's just how it works. But um, I, I, again, a lot of Ravens fans, and I'm doing air quotes right now, are you know they, they try to sound smart and they try to sound like they're not um, homers or whatever, however the fuck you want to put it, and they're like, this is a game the Ravens lose. I, I don't I don't really understand that mindset. I think that the Ravens have proven time and time again that they are worthy of being in the conversation of the best team in football, especially when they play their game. Um, we've had two games this year that I would say were hyped up as, you know, big tests of this team I mean, if they're really ready to compete. And I would say it was the Lions and Seahawks. And Ravens came out and fucked both of those teams' days up. And so if we're looking at this as another test, like, Ravens have proven that when the occasion comes, they rise to it and they fucking stomp that occasion out. And they well, the make ja- that occasion the Jaguars play. were supposed to be a test too. So okay, yeah. So you want to talk about it? Their three tests they've given up. You know, they they've only let the other team score like one time. Well, so were the Bengals. So were the Browns. And now the Browns, yeah. obviously, the Browns did beat us on in the second go round. But you they know. said they said 
we gonna lose to the 49ers. This from Raven fans. I ain't gonna say no names. You can say names. Ra- we call no, people out no on names. this on this podcast. No, I, I ain't gonna say no names. But you can text said, me, I'll say them. They said we're gonna lose to the 49ers Christmas and we're gonna see them in the Super Bowl and beat them. <laughs> Which I mean I, it, so so it, it, on a on a real note, if we lose this game, it's not the end of the world. So that makes it all the more likely that we beat the shit out of the 49ers because this game is meaningless. Like they're playing right. house money. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, they yeah, have yeah. a game lead. They have a game in hand on the other teams that are fighting for the first seed, and they're playing one of those teams the week after. So they could really, you know, fucking cement their themselves over the Dolphins at that point. Like this game, in terms of the ones that are left, means nothing. Again, you don't want to lose to the Steelers week eighteen. Like that's just uh, that's a rivalry game. You know, you throw the record book out. All those. And they beat us the first time, so we we can't get swept by any any division team. We can't have that. Right. Oh, we can go further than that. We've only beaten the Steelers once within this decade. Right. And so if you're if you're and that was a week eighteen game where RG three started. So if you're looking for you know if you're looking at the Ravens remaining three games, this is the most meaningless of them. And again, this doesn't hurt you playoff seeding wise because it's an out of conference game, so it's not going to fuck with tiebreakers. And again, you can't lose to the Dolphins because that makes the one seed in jeopardy. And you can't lose to the Steelers for pride reasons. But if you lost to the 49ers, it's not the end of the world. And so, again, I'm, I'm taking that as a positive of, like, this is the Ravens completely playing with house money. They're the underdogs. They're, they're expected to lose by Vegas and by, you know, the talking heads. Everybody's doubting them. Nobody expects them to win. So what the fuck do they have to lose? You know, they can just come out and fucking pin their ears back and play football. Right. 100%. Uh, I, I, I again, I think this is another game. It, it's it's going to come down. The offensive line is, is huge. Um, Nick Bosa is very good at football, and that's a guy that yeah. you know scares me in terms of his ability to get to the quarterback. They also have Chase Young. Um, Hargraves and Armstead are banged up. I don't know if they'll play or not. But again, those are guys that can wreak havoc on your offensive line. And it would be, it, is, be, it would be fantastic. Is be back. It would be they great if those guys were out. It would be great if they would be if they were out. It, it would make life a lot easier if they were out. But again, it's really going to boil down to: Can you protect Lamar? Can you give Lamar time to throw the ball from an offensive standpoint? Because again, we seem to live and die by the ability to protect Lamar. And I feel like I'm an asshole when I make all of these like they sound like these deep intellectual statements about like analyzing the game. But that's how good the Ravens are this year. That it's really that fucking simple. Protect Lamar, you put up more points, you win the game. Um, Will and I are in a group chat, and two individuals in the group chat had these fucking long-winded rants about how how to beat the 49ers and blah, blah. And Will just said, I think the best way to beat the 49ers is to score more points than them. And that's that's as simple as it is. It's, it's, it's two steps, two steps. Yeah. You score points, and then you let you don't let the other team score more points than you scored. That's how you win. Right. And it's, it's, it's literally that simple for the Ravens this year. Like, there is no analysis needed. They have a f- elite offense from top to bottom. Um, when you look at, you know, again, you have Lamar Jackson, who is, uh, by anybody's standard, should be a top-five quarterback, no questions asked. You have the best receiving core Lamar Jackson has ever had in his career. You don't have Mark Andrews anymore, but Isaiah Likely has looked pretty fucking good in that tight end one role. Um, the offensive line is a little bit questionable. But even with a questionable offensive line, they're still winning games and putting up, you know, over league average in points at worst. I mean, we're looking at a 23-7 win. 
and saying, I wish they scored more points when 23 points is two points above league average, you know, league average is 21 points a game. So you put up an above average offensive performance and we're still asking for more. That's how, you know, the offense is. I actually, so um, my, uh, my coworker, who's a Jags fan who I had a, a bet with and won who I, I made that bet with him. I don't know, at least 10 weeks ago, he's been arguing all season, the Ravens, this, the Ravens, that the Ravens aren't good. And I pointed out to him, I just with simple numbers. I said, Here's how many points the Ravens score per game. Here's how many points the Ravens give up per game. Here's how many points the Jaguars score per game. And here's how many points they give up per game. Let's average those out. And it basically came out to if the Ravens can score 23 points against the Jaguars, they will win the game, period. That's how the, the, the math added up. And that's how many points we scored. We didn't even need 23 points, but we scored the exact amount of points. I told him if we score 23, you can't beat us. Right. And I mean, it's just it, it's been that simple for us all year. And and. Even if you want to look at it defensively, other than that Browns game, defense has looked good in every game. It's not like anybody's scoring on us at will. It's not like um, – I mean, even the Rams game. The Rams game was weird with the weather and shit. But they were – you know, it wasn't – Matthew Stafford was was making throws. It wasn't like we made his life easy for the entirety of drives. And he was just doing what he wanted when he wanted. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. I just – I don't. I don't get the – the hesitation to say that the Ravens should win this game. I don't get the fear. I don't get the thought process that the 49ers are a team that we should fear. They're not. They're not. We're, we're a better team than them, and we should come into their stadium and ruin their fucking Christmases. I want some little fucking, you know, spoiled pussy white kid from the West Coast crying on camera. I want him to have a great Christmas. Yeah. He gets a brand, He gets a brand new Brock Purdy jersey. And then he's got to watch fucking Jadavian Clowney and Odafe Owe skull fuck Brock Purdy all game. I want the the 49ers version of uh, We Hoopin to to like lose his mind on just have TikTok. a total mental breakdown. Yeah, or Twitch or I, whatever I the fuck he's on. I want people to be having this. Is Christian McCaffrey really an MVP debate all week? Just to watch him get boxed all game by Patrick Queen or Roquan Smith. This was another uh, argument that I had with some coworkers today. They said. Brock Purdy already has the MVP one. I said, no, the MVP is decided Monday night. Yeah, it goes a long way. Um, If Lamar has a fucking awesome game and Brock Purdy has a bad game, Lamar, it will flip. Lamar will be the favorite for the MVP. And then it does depend on what happens for the last two games of the season. But Lamar is going to be the betting favorite coming out of that game if he puts up a good performance and Brock Purdy's flat. We, we talked about this, you know, McCaffrey has put up over 2000 total yards and 20 touchdowns. Like to me, it's tough to not have him in over Purdy in your MVP debate to start off with, but just, I, I think he is the league MVP, but if he can't beat Lamar, then yeah, I think you got to give it to Lamar. Yeah. And I, I have no issues with putting Lamar in the MVP race. I, I think that his numbers are much better than people give them credit for. He's on pace for, 3,700 passing yards and 900 rushing yards, which has only been done on one, like one or two other times in NFL history. No, I think it's never been done. I thought. No, it would be the only time that those two, those two benchmarks were reached by the same player in the same season. Uh, you, you may very well be right. I thought that maybe like Randall Cunningham or Dante Culpepper or somebody snuck that in one time, but. No, I think I, it, I, it's the only time that, so I think the 900, I, I don't think the 900 is the big one. It's the 3,700 with the 900. With the 900, which is, yeah. yeah, again. And, and you know, his touchdown interception ratio is is good. Um, I think he was lacking in the touchdown pass department earlier in the year because Gus was kind of a touchdown vulture in the red zone. 
Right. And that hasn't happened as much lately. And now all of a sudden you're seeing Lamar throw more passing touchdowns. Yeah. I also don't really care. Um, I don't care either. To me, yeah. to me, it's all about putting points on the board. And, you know, maybe from an MVP standpoint, it matters. But for, for me personally watching football, I just want the Ravens to score. I can and, give two yeah, and I don't care if he wins the MVP. No. And I don't think he does either. I don't he already won it. He, he, he already won it. I, I, I'm pretty sure he said as much that he didn't care that it's all about a Super Bowl for him. Yeah, th- it, I mean, and I don't think it ever was about an MVP for him, but th- it was undeniable it's a, that he it's, was the it's MVP. Nice, it's nice to get recognized individually for your efforts, I'm sure. It certainly and helped was, him get that $260 million bucks too. Right, but it also helped shut these fucking stupid people up who are constantly on his dick saying that he's not good, that he can't pass. I mean, how stupid does Jason Brown feel? After going on his Lamar's not a real quarterback, can't pass, blah, 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 last few weeks. Yep. Anybody who's watched Lamar can't. You talking about can't JB? Ever... Yeah, yeah, JB, that bitch. Yeah, real yeah, dumbass JB. JB. Will's, Will's son, in case anybody was yeah. wondering. Yeah, check uh, his tweets. Where you been? Oh, I forgot y'all blocked my bed. Yeah. I'm going to check yeah. his tweets, see what he's talking about. Probably been tweeting about us. Yeah, We got, we got so it. far in his head. I mean, that guy is legitimately terrified of me, which is hilarious. Um, you know, fucking Mister. I'm from Compton. I'll beat your asses. Fucking terrified of me. So, can't guy, wait till I get that... a till I get a, a summons from uh, the Cochran firm. I'm yeah, gonna re- uh, I'm gonna reply with a fucking picture of my balls. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, so I would, uh, he deserves it. Again, Will Will and I are like, um, you know, we we don't we don't target people who don't deserve it. Anybody who has been on the victim end of of our vicious, you know, internet assaults has has totally brought it upon themselves. Yeah, we're not. We don't. We don't. We don't. We don't take out innocent targets. We we go for the uh, high value targets. In fact, we we protect innocence. Yeah, we protect we protect innocents who can't fight back. Lamar can't fight Coach JB. Like he just can't come online and be like, "Hey, fuck you!" Like last chance, you sucked, and you're a terrible coach, and you have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. So I do it for him. I'm basically a hero. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I'm I'm the I'm not I'm, you know I'm the hero that everybody needs. So I just you know do the dirty work, say the things people don't want to say. And that's what I'm here for. That got a little, um, little, little too self-flating there, but it's fine. <laughs> people, the people need to know. Where are we going now, Jake? You want to do some scores? No, we got to do jersey predictions. Okay, that's true. I they think we're all. I think we're, we're we're all except for you, Drew. We're going to be on the same. Uh, I think Jake is going to pick with his heart. I know what he wants. I know Trippy and I are on the same page. I'm taking with my heart. I know Trippy yeah, and I are on the say, same yeah, page. I'm about to say we did that a couple of weeks ago, so I'm yeah. still sticking with mine. <laughs> Yeah, me, me and Trippy are on the same page, and Grant is also on our page, and I know that Drew is going to make a wild pick that makes no sense. Color rush. It's not happening. It's happening. Nah. They're wearing red throwbacks uh, with, with Drew, gold pants. Drew, Drew, Drew picked no, like they're, wearing red, they're wearing red throwbacks with white pants. Okay. Uh, Drew picked the like was right over me all the time. And then you oh, the 94? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The uniforms they wore when they beat the Superchargers and caused eight or nine of those players to kill themselves. Well, it was. I think it was – Eight members of the team died, and yeah, the first one, first one was a coach, so okay. it, wasn't, it wasn't all players. But yeah, the eight eight members of that team died. The uh, Super Eight unceremoniously, not by like old age or anything like that. Correct. All because the 49ers and Steve Young had to beat them so bad in the Super. See this? They they're villainous. They they're evil creatures. Yeah, fuck Steve Young evil. too. Christmas. Yep, Mo- yep, he is a Mormon. Nothing to do with Mormon. Just, just generally watching him on television, just that smug fucking look on his face. I don't know what That's it is. Fair. I just want to punch him. They're very punchable face. He got fired from ESPN, didn't he? I don't think he's on there. His anymore. hair, his hair looks like um the pube beard from uh 
from Jackass, the terrorist pube beard. It does, oh, but like also, also again, if you're throwing the ball to Jerry Rice, I think I could throw the ball to Jerry Rice. You know, right. I don't think it's I don't think it's that hard. That, so yeah. I've always been sensitive about Steve Young because he got into now he won he he won MVP he won a bunch of Super Bowls so I understand that part of his but resume. He sucked. In, he sucked in Tampa. He was fucking awful in Tampa. Right. You will forget that. And well, I, yeah, and I watched that him. Was early and in his when, when he was so when he was playing for the 49ers, that was ninety two to ninety eight or something. He like he yeah he started from ninety one to ninety. Okay, and so then he, and then Aeneas Williams. The, I, I was age nine to seventeen watching that, so like very vivid sports memories for me watching him. I never remember watching him being like, "Wow, this guy's really good." I, but I like other quarterbacks watching. Like I remember vividly thinking Randall Cunningham is fucking amazing to me. Like, I mean, Steve Young wasn't even the best player, best quarterback on the nineteen ninety four Forty Niners. If right. somebody wants to do it, somebody wants to do a quick Google search and look at the legend that was his backup. Oh, his quarterback. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, fuck that was very bad. And, and on the tail end, like on, on the tail end of that, didn't didn't he have um, Jeff Garcia? Yeah, he did. Like Jeff a- Garcia took over and was throwing the ball to Jerry Rice. That, that Yo, was I hate Jeff Garcia. Rich no, Gannon, you can't. You can't hate Elvis Matt Hasselbeck. Bro, what you mean, bro? You you the- Absolutely. Bro, what do you mean? It's not. It's not his fault. Bro, we got yeah, rid of damn near our whole Super Bowl team to bring this sorry it's, motherfucker It's not his in. fault. It's but not his fault. That's all because he Squire. made the Pro Bowl, but the Chiefs That is also true. Here's it's not my, his fault. Here, here's my real beef. I mean, he did take us to the playoffs, though. Boomer Esiason is not in the Hall of Fame, and he and people talk Nor about Steve Young. Steve Young is the greatest left-handed quarterback ever. Because he went to Merlin, he was a Turk. That is trash. It's a, so stupid. Boomer Esiason's numbers are better than Steve Young's. Passing yeah, but stats. Boomer Boomer Esiason played for the Bengals and fucked the Bengals. So, but I, it's I just a, to me, it's, it's it's an idiotic for anyone to say that Steve Young is the best left-handed quarterback. No, he's not. He was ahead of his time, I guess. You know, he was mobile, so he he was no. He was in an offensive scheme. That supported his skill set of right. being mobile and being accurate within ten yards. That is what he was good at. He, you, know, think, you know what he was? He was left-handed Alex Smith, like right. fifteen years earlier. Or he was left-handed Tom Brady that could run the ball a little bit. I mean, I, Tom anyway, Brady has um, Tom Brady a much better arm than than Steve Young. But Tom Brady did the majority of his damage with short throws within ten yards. Yeah, but like, that, that like, was his but bread, he also short timing so, runs. Yeah, yeah, that was but, his bread but, but 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 Tom Brady has had one of the, the most beautiful deep balls in the game, and you saw him. He you You're saw him to Gronk and Randy Moss. Well, I'm saying right, really but so you saw that in 2008, everything changed where he went from that guy who was like a game manager who was doing the dink and dunk. Oh seven, yeah. Oh seven to to when Randy Moss showed up, you all, you saw Tom Brady like turn into a beautiful butterfly, what, and you saw him coincided. throwing these fucking these deep what, balls and. But what coincided with that Patriots was I have this argument with Patriots fans all the time. Patriots won three rings in four years from 01 to 04, right? Yeah. Okay. 05 and 06, they kind of sputtered. They didn't, you know, win win any Super Bowls, whatever, blah, blah, blah. They lost to Peyton Manning a couple times in the playoffs. And then so they decided to build behind Tom Brady and make him the focal point of the offense. And then from 2007 to 2014, they didn't win any Super Bowls. They made it there twice, and they lost Eli Manning both times because they lost to complete teams because they spent all of their money on supporting Tom Brady. So the reality is, is that Tom Brady can never win alone. 
Tom Brady is Brock Purdy, basically. They're the same guy. They needed an elite sporting well, t- cast to win typ- Super Bowl. Typical Michigan quarterback. Yeah, I mean, again, people forget that they liked Brian Greasy and Drew Henson more than uh, Tom Brady. And it's true. No, very true. But uh, but for, no. for a good reason, system quarterback. But I mean, Tom Brady. Tom, Tom, no, Tom Brady was ten times Brian the quarterback of, the, of, the of Steve of Young. Uh, again, Steve Young has never been shirtless on camera making out with his youngest son. So that's, I mean, that's fair that, that I don't think yeah. that has any bearing on hall of fame because is that, is that, is that a guy, is that a o- guy that you can trust leading your team? OJ Simpson, OJ Simpson's in the, in the hall of fame. Super Bowl too. rings would tell you that actually seven Super Bowl rings would tell you, sure, that's fine. Go ahead and make out with your son. Do what the fuck you need to do to win game. Jake, Jake, please don't put that sound bite on, on, on the podcast. No, Jake, Jake, who, who scored the only touchdown or who led the only touchdown drive in that first Super Bowl run in the AFC Championship game against the Steelers? It was not it was Tom Drew. Brady. It was Drew, it was Drew Bledsoe. Yeah, it was Drew Bledsoe. And there and was, legit, asked, they, there was they legitimate asked. debate around here as to whether Drew Bledsoe should start that Super Bowl. Yeah, That's between, how meaningless yeah, Tom Brady fans. was to that. And Tom Brady gets credit for with it. Huh? With the coach, with, with the coach, it was that the defense. Asked. It was oh, that man, defense. 100%. And, and I think Tom oh, Brady should admit that. Yeah, was, exactly. Tom, he they that they defense, won their first Tom Brady running game for, defense. in twenty nineteen. A lot of teams do that. Or twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen, whatever year they beat the Rams. Twenty eighteen, yeah. Was, yeah, it was, was running all game defense. Because that was Corey and Dillon then, too, right? Yeah. Well yeah, Corey Dillon Corey, was one of them. Uh, um, the first two, Clark I think, was Antoine Smith and J.R. Redmond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you want to talk about twenty four twenty fourteen is Tom Brady's best ring. Um easily. You know, coming back against a good Seahawks defense, credit to him. But then again, the it was Malcolm, the Butler. Malcolm Butler makes that game ceiling pick for him. Right. Uh, you talk about the 28 to three comeback. Maybe Tom Brady being a cool, calm and collected veteran helps you in that situation. And I don't know if a rookie quarterback has the poise and the ability to come back from that deficit, but that was the Falcons shitting down their leg. Like, yeah. don't... And, and the win against the Rams, the, the um, both offenses were terrible. That was all defense. Jared Goff, Jared Goff missed a game winning touchdown pass to Brandon Cooks. He threw it late, and yeah. McCordy picked it off. No, he didn't pick it, it off. Just... He, it was a pass deflection. That was. Didn't, a Brady, had, didn't right. Brady have two two interceptions in that game too? I think he had one. I remember yeah, one to one. Corey Littleton. I, I don't even know if he one. threw for two hundred yards that game. It was like it, it was you know it was very uncharacteristic. Look at the loss to the fucking um, Eagles before Eagles, that, yeah. where he set all kinds of passing records. What did he throw for like five hundred and thirty yards? And yep. they they never really had a chance at that game. The Eagles were yeah, always did. ahead of them. No, if Brandon Graham doesn't get if Brandon Graham doesn't Eagles, get that sack, then he leads a drive down the field to take the lead. Would he? Would he? Yes. If they if they don't sack him and he's sitting there with if all Tom day Brady, if Tom Brady, the second yeah. Tom Brady dropped that fucking trick pass play, that game was over. They were that afraid of Nick Foles that they had to try to throw some <laughs> fucking trick trick play to Tom Brady. Just you know, okay. that, that, you know when when I knew the game. you know when I knew the game was over. It was the second they the second they flipped the coin and got on the field. It was the touchdown pass, Nick Foles touchdown pass to uh, what was the what's the guy's name from Oregon, the running back. Uh, oh, um, oh, no, it was Corey Clements. No, was- Corey Clements, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that 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 throw it, it reminded me of a Joe Flacco twenty twelve playoff run throw where it was just like the ball left his hand. It was, I mean, it couldn't have been thrown more perfectly and. I like Corey Clement is is not like 
you know, and Alshon yeah. Jeffrey had another really incredible catch in that game and, and yeah. it was a great throw too, but it was like Nick Foles couldn't miss. So like no. when I saw him hit that deep, that deep go route to the fucking running back in the back on the, on the back line of the end zone in stride, it was like, yeah, there's no way I mean, you, you, this game. you run that Philly special play and it works yeah. yep. and the Patriots, you know, couldn't get their trick play to hit I'm just that 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 game was never in hand for the Patriots. They no, never organized. I agree with you. I agree because, like I said, when I saw that throw, because like you can talk about Philly, Philly, and everything else, but that throw, that's a that is a special throw from a guy who's not special. So it's like when if that guy's making that throw in the Super Bowl, there's no fucking way he's losing the game. Period. Also, hold on, Jake. You said that Brendan Brendan Graham never sacks him. Tom Brady fumbled that. So like yes, that was a strip sack from Brandon Grant. Yes, but I'm saying that, that was recovered talking, by Derek you, Barnett. You're saying you're saying that guy had complete control and poise in that game, but he fumbled in the most meaningful spot. Un, un, because Brandon Graham got pressure on him and he got the strip sack. If he's, he's protected, in that he's play. supposed to be Jesus. He's supposed to be the fucking you know the goat. He's supposed to be this guy who just wins Super Bowls and always makes the, the winning plays. But he never he has no signature plays. He never won Super he, Bowls. He was never the guy who sealed games for him. You're arguing with Patriots fans. You're not arguing with me. Don't put words in my mouth. Second, you did throw that tutty to Julian Edelman in 2014 to lead that comeback from 20 to 14, 24 to 14, down two scores against the Seahawks. Mind you, not a Brady fan, but Drew, but Drew you, you, you're putting me in a bad position. Russell, Russell Wilson Russell Wilson isn't a fucking you know, straight retired and doesn't throw that ball at the goal line and hands it off to Marshawn Lynch like he should have. Like, yeah, that, so the Seahawks win that game. Yeah. So yeah. are we? Is that Tom that Brady happen? making a ceiling play? No, what I'm saying is that Tom Brady making the ceiling play. Still the dumbest, that still was the dumbest play I ever saw in my life. Yeah, that oh, might no be question. dumber. That might be dumber no than question. Tyler Huntley QB sneaking from the three yard line. Like I think yeah. Stevie Wonder would have called the run play on that play. No right, bullshit. you have you have fucking Marshawn Lynch too. It's not like you have some flash in the pan running back. Like you have a generational talent in the back. The man got y'all down there. Then y'all ain't even let the so, man finish it off. So be- wow. So be- before we get back on topic, just curious: Did any of y'all watch Marshawn Lynch talk with about with Shannon Sharp about that Super Bowl and what Russell Wilson said after he threw that pick? No. What did you say? So this is what apparently this was like the train of thought. Of what happened? So they called the play. The other nine dudes in the in the offensive puddle look at Marshawn Lynch and say, "What the fuck." They run the play. What the fuck? <laughs> Marshawn's out in the flat thinking, okay, maybe I'll get a dump off. And then he's like, what the fuck? Then you see the Patriots, all the Patriots players celebrating on the sideline. He's like, oh, fuck, he threw a pick. So then they go to the sideline, and Richard Sherman's just like, was it? Um, beside destitute. himself. Yeah, yeah. beside himself. All, all of them. And Russell Wilson's back there. Just This is what happened. Marshawn sees him. He hears him. He's like, oh, man. Get him next time. I hate him. I hate Russell Wilson so much. <laughs> he fucking he said he, this motherfucker said, "I'll go. Oh, there. I'll get him next time." Uh, oh, shucks. That, I'll get him next time. Exactly. After that, Marshawn went to Pete Carroll and just went. <laughs> <laughs> and ran back to the locker room. That clipped the entire time. That was great. Uh, uh, yep. That was great. That's what he that did. Was, yeah. Hey, yep. Yo, so my son, hey. he died. My but son, he that's died. what he did. <laughs> yeah, I was. It was one of the funniest things I've seen. I was like, Drew, the Super Bowl, and to, I'm Drew, gonna get to, him next time. To Drew's point, uh, then Brady went to the Bucks on a a like super team and won the yeah. Super Bowl. 
They had Gronk, AB, yeah. Mike Evans, and Chris Godwin. Like that's that's an unreal and fucking Leonard Fournette, uh, yeah. Ryan Jensen, who they have Christian Wirfs. Yeah, Tristan uh, Wirfs. Yeah, Tristan Wirfs. Tristan Wirfs on defense they had Devin White. Um, what's his name? Shaquille uh, Barrett. Shaq Barrett. Uh, who's the Who's the the uh, the safety they have down there? Uh, Winfield. Uh, oh, yeah, Antoine, Antoine Winfield. Yeah. I mean, uh, it was it was, other, a, it was a stack the other middle team that they have. Uh, Levante David. Yep, Levante David. Now Devin White has gotten benched this year. He's yep. so bad. Yeah, but I'm just bad. like yeah. that was just all a, that te- all that team needed was a quarterback who wasn't gonna throw thirty interceptions. But that's exactly who. So yeah. to get back to things, that's exactly who Brock Purdy is to the 49ers. and uh, he is putting up great Tom numbers. I, I also I also looked like half of his yards are yak. Forty-eight percent to be exact. obviously right because he's throwing the ball to Christian yeah. McCaffrey he's and Debo Samuel McCaffrey. half the time. And Brandon Ayuk is probably the most underrated wide receiver in the NFL. Yep. Um, you know, oh. people don't talk about him enough because again, you have this freak in Christian McCaffrey who is a legitimate wide receiver and a legitimate running back and good at it. And then on top of that, you have Debo Samuel who is just as much of a freak as Christian McCaffrey in the same offense. You have. Kittle, who was the best tight end in football for a couple of years, had some injury issues, and he's back healthy. He's not quite the same guy anymore. I mean, Kittle in his prime was better than Travis Kelsey in terms of a complete tight end. In oh, yeah. terms of being able to block and catch the ball, like Kelsey can't block like him. And there was a legitimate debate there as to who was better. And I would say I would have given the edge to Kittle personally. And now he's back and good. He's not the same guy anymore. And then you have Trent Williams on that offensive line, who yeah. is just like an otherworldly left tackle. You know who Ayuk just... reminds me of now at this point? He reminds me of a younger um, DeAndre Hopkins. Yes, definitely. They're they're definitely very similar vibes. I would say he's a better route runner than a younger DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins kind of, um, you know, I would say probably like year six or seven is really where he started to be like a, a very elite route runner. He's got Devontae Adams vibes too. Yeah, yeah, say. yeah, yeah. That's, that's another guy that you know. And again, I, what is that? You can year five, year four. He's still on a rookie deal, so yeah. I think this might be. A, yeah, I, I think they declined his fifth year option. I think this is year four for him. I think he's a free agent after the year, and he's going to get. He's yeah. going to get fucking paid. He's probably going to get. He's probably going to get a Tyreek Tyreek Hill type of contract. And so you're Brock Purdy, and like your goal is to not turn the ball ball over. One of those guys is going to be open. Like it's 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 a cheat code. It's fucking easy street for him. And nobody really hits Brock Purdy because he has fucking Trent Williams, who would like I don't know. You fucking put like three wild animals on the field. Like you put an elephant in front of him to block the elephant. He's they still have McGlinchey on that offensive line too, right? On the on yeah. The right side. No, he's in Denver. Um. Yeah. Is no, he really? Yeah, he signed a five-year, eighty-seven and a half million dollar contract to go block Russell Wilson. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought he was still yeah. in San Francisco, huh? Okay. No. Nah. At first, he, at first, I think he was going to sign with the Bears, but I think he ended up going to the uh, Broncos. Okay. Yeah, he's a Denver. He and Ben Powers. And on top of all these weapons, you have Kyle Shanahan, who is a elite regular season architect of an offense. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm just – I'm not impressed by Brock Purdy. He doesn't scare me. And, again, he feels like a guy that you hit him enough times, you're going to rattle him. You've never really seen Brock Purdy when he's, you know, getting pressured all the time. It doesn't happen. But do you think that Clowney and Oa can't and Van Oy can't do that this game? 
You think Patrick Queen can't get pressure up the middle? You think Roquan Smith can't get pressure? You think Mollett's not going to come off the edge? You know, Mike McDonald's got something in his bag for Kyle Shanahan, I'm sure. Yeah. If there's any defensive coordinator that can, you know, figure out what Kyle Shanahan is doing and disrupt that shit, it's going to be Mike McDonald. And it's, it, it could get ugly. I mean, this could be a game that gets very out of hand very quickly for the 49ers. I, I I really like our chances. I don't know if we want to, you know, just roll this into scores, but um, they. Uh, by the way, they also have Juwan Jennings, who's a, a, a very yeah. decent depth uh, receiver. And He's I did not know receiver. this. I did yeah, not know right. this. Willie Sneed is on on the 49ers. Yes, didn't know that. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's on the squad. Uh, they've elevated him recently. I'm I'm fairly sure he's on their 53 now. But yeah, he was one of those um, game day flip flop guys. But Jawan Jennings is a perfect example of like a role wide receiver that accepts his role too. Like yeah. knows that he's only going to get two or three looks a game and does the most of them. So, and like I said, I, I think I think this is a this is a you know if Mike McDonald were to go somewhere else and be a head coach, it's going to be because of what he does on Monday night. It's going to be because he ruins Christmas in San Francisco for for all the children there that bought their brand new McCaffrey jerseys and Santa brought them to them under the tree. And it's going to be fucking Mike McDonald ruins their Christmas. Yeah, Mike going to ruin their Christmas, but he ain't going nowhere. I mean, I think, like, I could see, like, a Ravens 28-17 win. That's what I'm going to go with with my score. Is I think the Ravens win. You know, it's 11 points. That's two scores. I don't think we see, like, a blowout, but I think we see, a, a you know, a commanding wire-to-wire win and 28-7. Jake? Well... You have the number one scoring defense versus the number two scoring defense going out of this week with a re- with a referee who calls his games mostly in favor of the defense. You'll see a couple ticky tack pass interferences every now and again, but throughout the years he's had the fewest called in the league. I'm still going Ravens, but I'm going 20 to 17. It's going to be a low scoring physical game. That defense over there is very very good, and outside of Patrick Queen and Roquan Smith. Greenlaw and Fred Warner are the best linebackers. They are game wreckers, and they hit everything in fucking sight. Give them their respect. That defensive line is highly paid. Ronnie Stanley, rest day Ronnie, playing like shit last week. That will not work. He, we need something better. I don't care what he has to do. Go play, pet some fucking dogs. Go do a fucking podcast. This is a big recovery. This is a big recovery. Yeah. He's going to need to help chip those fucking ends. Now, the biggest thing... Those D tackles don't play 250, like you said in the PSF stream. 250, 300 yards rushing, I could very easily see that, especially with the way Arizona ran it against them last week. Yep. But Drew, what was your score? Hargrave's supposed to be back. 28 okay. 17. 28-17, okay. And Trippy, you didn't give a score yet, did you? Nope, he has not had a chance to. Trippy, what you got? Play us. Um, hold on, hold on. Let me give I'll give I'll give Grant's real quick, because Grant texted it. He's got 30, 37 or 32 27 Ravens. Higher scoring. Yeah. And I I just want to clarify, we all like I know what everyone's picks are. I don't think we actually said them out loud for uniforms. I said color rush. White you said purple. white, white, and Jake said white purple. Yeah. I like white, a, white. And me, man, me, white. Trippy, and Grant are all picking white, white, even though I hate I hate it, but I expect it. So Will, if I dreaming of a white Christmas. Will, Will. Yeah. Do you really want to be on the same side of history as Grant, given given how the last few weeks have unfolded? I mean, I don't want to be. You know what? I'll do this. White, white jerseys, black pants. There you go. Okay. Differentiate it. Okay. I mean, we've only worn I, purple I, pants three times this season. 
I think we'll wear I'm them. We're I th- gonna wear at least two more times. We're gonna wear them. We're definitely so. I think we're gonna wear them no matter what against Miami. I think we're gonna wear them the last two weeks of the season at home. So I think that if Miami gets flexed to uh, you know primetime game, I think we see the black black again. But otherwise, I would agree that black. Uh, I, think we'll see black I, I think we will see black. I think that night is uh, so that that's a perfect opportunity for the uh, black the color the, the color rush. Well, purple mm. black. Black purple. I don't know. I'm just. Oh. I, I think color rush Christmas. I'm, I'm waiting for it. It's gonna happen. Keep the faith. All right. Sorry, I Trippy. I interrupted you. I hope you're right. Yeah, no, Trippy. What do you got for a score? So all week I was go. I was gonna go 27-17, but I think I'm gonna go up four more points. Give me the Ravens 31-49 or 17. Okay. And you're white, like white. Yeah, white, white. Okay. So, so Trippy and I are same ballpark. He's got uh just Tucker getting another field goal than I do. Yeah. So I yeah. That. Okay. I I'm gonna go a little bit different here. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with more points. Because like I said, I think I think this is an over game. It's two really good offenses. Um and I'm you know what? I this is a this is a big time homer pick. So I'm admitting this ahead of time, but I'm gonna say it's gonna be thirty eight seventeen. But is that really a homer pick? I mean, what are what are you picking there? That's not realistic, I guess. Just 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 a three score win against the 49ers. But uh, again, it's not well, unrealistic. We've it. we, it's I not, mean, we've yeah, had three not, score wins against contenders yeah, from no, the NFC before. It's not so. unrealistic at all. So, uh, but yeah. uh, you know, I, I'm just saying, like people are expecting some like you know nail biters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. close. You know, generational game. Everybody's edge of their seats to the last snap. You know. But every time this season, that's been the case where. All the the analysts and you know the experts have predicted it's going to be some fucking you know uh, all out brawl uh, you know come down to the last second we've beat we the shit and, out of uh, yeah, whoever we, we're playing so we come down and shove our dicks down their throat so right. I'm expecting exactly. another dick I'm expecting another dick shoving just, it's going to be a Christmas. skull fucking yeah just fucking Brock Port Brock Purdy is laying on the ground been sacked eight times and Jadavian Clowney's just humping his helmet. Just skull fucking the shit out of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that shit. Yeah, yeah. I need All a right. gif of that. I need a gif. Hey, trippy, trippy. Get that to uh, Jadavian Clowney's people. They, I just need to see him. You know, fucking hump Brock Purdy while he's on the ground one time. Just skull fuck him. <laughs> just, just do it. Just he's do gonna it. be like, I, I, Jadavian's gonna be like, what the fuck? I don't think so, man. Be like, like, what the fuck's wrong with you? No. The fuck wrong with you? Hey, uh, Jadavian, I have, a, I have a simple request. Can you skull fuck uh, Brock Purdy on TV, please? Tell him. Hold on. Tell him that that's what I want for Christmas. I want a Patrick Ricard touchdown and Jadavian Klein to skull fuck Brock Purdy for Christmas. Stick, yeah, stick your dick in the in his uh, the ear hole of his helmet. Yeah. Or uh, Brock, Purdy, Brock Purdy's not a visor guy, is he? I don't think he's a visor guy. You just stick so. it, yeah. Stick it through the front. It's fine. Big, big, bigger gap. Just oh, fucking, yeah. No homo. All right, but, we gotta, yeah. <laughs> we gotta do gambling now. <laughs> we gotta do gambling. G- gambling picks. Jake, give us uh, some wild parlay. Dude, I don't have any for y'all. This is California, man. California doesn't allow you to gamble. A bold prediction: Kyle Hamilton pick six. Justin Tucker game winning field goal. The last one's not okay. bold. But I'm going to call Hamilton. So you're you're sticking you're sticking at least with your your uh your score. It's it, it fits with your score. Tucker yep. and field goal. Can I, I give mean, out this is just I, like you can't even bet on this. Like what the can fuck? I get, are you doing? Can I give out my sleeper pick real quick? Because I know the yeah. listeners be listening. You can give yeah, all your was, picks and look, and, and it's crazy because if y'all watched the wire, you saw when Lamar said something to this player. 
And it's gonna be Christmas. I ain't gonna lie, I fuck around throw twenty-five dollars on that motherfucker. I like Charlie Cola anytime touchdowns. Ooh, it's I like plus, it. It's plus seventeen hundred right now. Oh my goodness. We'll I might throw that, I'm gonna throw that in right now. That's the that's the uh Mr. Yuri Mr. special, Yuri special. Right? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. He'll love that. Now, do you wanna give out uh, a separate a separate parlay, or are you just telling people to pick to take Kohler because that those are good odds. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I got a parlay for you. Um, I like Gus fifty yards rushing. Okay. I also like Gus anytime touchdown. Um, I like Odell over twenty five receiving yards. I think Zay have a bounce back. Um, are you a little worried that, that, that he might not play? Yeah. So is that real? Is the, yeah. is the I think he, I, honestly, I think the no, 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 no. I think he's gonna play, but I'm just saying to be on the safe yeah. side. Like I'm trying, like place a ticket. I know for sure that's gonna hit. Right. I probably just take him for 25 yards just to be on the safe exactly. side this week. Well, and yeah. there's nothing, there's nothing unsafe about putting him in a parlay because if he doesn't play, it's just gonna void that leg. So who cares? Yeah. But as long as Isaiah, you put it in before the inactive stuff. So. Yeah, Isaiah Lightly, I like him for 40. Likely 40 plus. I like that. That's good. Damn, yo, that Charlie Cola anytime touchdown, but I should be sweet on quick. I'm trying, yo, I'm gonna have to call up Todd, man. Let him dial something up. So, it's Trippy, Christmas here's time. my recommendation for everybody. Uh, you know, it's, these are your picks, but if I were the listeners, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna bet Trippy's parlay. I'm gonna bet Kohler separate, and then I'm gonna bet the parlay with Kohler in it. Might as well. You know what? Because if you hit any of it, you're gonna you're gonna cover everything and more. But if you hit all of it, you're gonna make a shit ton of money. Yeah. yeah you, you know what? You're right about that. I like that. It's this like is, the, it, this it's like always hey. been. This has always been my system. My gambling system is: you find some bets you like, and you find one that's maybe a little bit of a stretch. You parlay them all, but you bet them all straight also. So then, <coughs> uh, if you only hit two legs, you win the two straight bets. And it cancels all, all your losses out, and maybe you even win a little bit of money. But if you hit everything, then you basically like quadruple your money. All right, I got I got pretty boring. Uh, not boring. I'm gonna go Lamar anytime touchdown. I got Lamar and Gus both fifty plus rushing. Okay. And I got Odell anytime touchdown. I'm gonna keep it simple this week. Okay. I mean that's Shit. not that simple. I think two. If any anytime you put two anytime touchdowns in a parlay, it's gonna be over plus two thousand. Yeah, I meant simple more in terms of, you know, I'm not going to uh, stuff stuff the parlay box there. I see. Okay, four, so you're, yeah, four, just a four, four leg. legs. Yeah. Just four legs, straightforward, you know. I think I, I, I like I that. Think from, trippy. Yeah, I think I, think I hit, I hit a 17-leg parlay on Thursday night. What, football? Yep. Nice. 17 cricket. legs. Cricket. Will was betting on cricket and ping pong. Yo, hey, look, Trippy, hey, look, do might, you know that, got, that, got, that Drew – is he is sometimes if he gets a little carried away with his wild turkey like no 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 it's not that I got carried away it was I was, I was fucking unreal hot I, I didn't I didn't miss a bet all day and he so was betting was like, on fucking ping pong no, at three o'clock no, so morning. my son so listen listen yeah I'll be listen, doing that shit I can tell the full I can tell the full story I can tell the full story <laughs> my son woke up at three o'clock in the morning so I was up with him watching fucking Moana or Cars I can't remember which movie it was and I was like fuck I was five for five on bets today. Let's see what's live. I opened up FanDuel and clicked the live tab, and I took four guys in a parlay, and it happened to be ping pong. Didn't even look at the sport first, and I hit three out of four legs. It, it, was, ping po- it was ping pong or table yeah, tennis? Yeah, table tennis. Is there oh, a difference? Oh, yo, I'll be, be on that shit. Yo. It, yeah. It'd be table tennis all day long. Yo, yeah, so- hey, oh, so on, that, on that note, though, this is a, a, this is a good tip for everybody. I'm going to check it out. 
I got an email from DraftKings today. DraftKings starting this week is letting you do progressive parlays. So if you only hit three legs, you, I, I don't know. I, I got to check the rules on this. But it, a progressive parlay is if you hit X amount of legs, you get this payout. If you hit X amount of legs, you get this payout. If you hit all your legs, you get this payout. So basically, you can lose your bet but still win the bet. I'm sure that you get dinged on odds, but it's still better. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right. But a progressive parlay is a lot, but like, especially like I told you, like, I'm I'm sure you're, I am routinely putting in, I am routinely putting in parlays that are 12, 13, 15, 17 legs because I'm doing like all these like very like easy odds, uh, player props, you know, like, uh, like a running back to have one catch or something like that. Like, so it's like little things like that that add up. And then you put on the more legs you put on, the like minus 500 legs will bump yeah. your your total odds by like plus 200. And I'm sure that if you bet the 10 leg parlay separate from this progressive one, you would have gotten better odds on that 10 leg, but it's still, it's smart gambling. We're, we're promoting responsible gambling. Well, what you should do is you should bet your 10 leg parlay, then you should do the same parlay as a progressive. Well, so that's, that's where the, you know, adding Kohler into the uh, trippy thing pays off even more. That could be if a good a good it, spot yeah. to do that, yeah. Then then you get yo, a little I'm, wild, yo, you get a little I'm dead ass serious, bro. Like I really think he gonna score this week. I he almost he he almost scored last week. He was so close. That's why I feel like he gonna score this week. Like I feel well, like he's the forty nine work lately. You know he he deserves he deserves touch on. He's working the seam, man. He's working the seam. <laughs> yeah, he's doing what he's asked, and he's doing it well. So he's basically it's uh, like what they did is they're replacing Mark Andrews with. Isaiah likely is doing most of what Mark Andrews does, but he's also doing different things than what Mark Andrews does. Cause they have, they, they're able to use him in a different way, like more like a wide receiver than they use Mark Andrews. Then they're using Charlie Kohler in a very traditional tight end role. So he's taking those, those, you know, little, little vertical seam routes, like inside the red zone that, that Mark Andrews might run. And Isaiah likely is the, kind of like the decoy but it could be the other way around like if the seam route is is gets all the attention then you got isaiah likely on a wheel up the sideline but like they're doing an awesome job of using those two guys to replace mark andrews yeah anybody from the ravens listening to this uh podcast when you please let todd Munkin listen to this clip right here we need cola in the end zone i don't give a fuck if it's a push push a pass whatever I don't know oh, if he'll have yeah, odds yeah. either, but if you want to throw in some uh, guys to get sacks, I think this is a queen sack week. I think he's usually on there. I'm pretty sure he's yeah. usually on there. Well, I'm just you yeah, can't. Well, while, and they, you can parlay yeah. it on DraftKings. You can't parlay it on FanDuel. No, but that's more of a you know you take you, you throw like half a unit on a couple guys to get a sack, and, and it's just like you know you it's usually like plus one fifty one plus one seventy. Yep. You get like a decent payout, and it's no um, Matt Abike you know, is almost still, even money every week now. Yeah, you're building your bankroll, but I, I think this is a week where you see Patrick Queen get a sack because I think we're going to get a little uh, creative with our pressure and so well, you see some shit up. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, and and you know anything, any kind of pass rush you can get away from the left tackle is is good. Yeah, exactly, and I, you know, you're it's probably going to be tough for OA or Clowney to get home depending on who uh, who's lining up in front of uh, Trent Williams. So you're going to leave holes somewhere else in the defense that somebody's going to get in. Roquan, Queen, yeah. Matabike, yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe Travis Jones. Yeah, I guess. Got another guy that you might be able to see get home. So maybe Michael Pierce, that fat fuck. Yeah, true. Bowling ball. Bowling ball, bowling ball looking fuck, but yeah. All right, here's my pit, my uh, my parlay. 
I'm going to go Lamar 40 plus as, as I usually do with my, the first leg of my parlay. Uh, I'm going to go justice Hill anytime touchdown. You have totally gone against everything you stood for like two weeks ago. He showed me something last week and we don't have any choice now. You, you got very violent with Grant about putting Justice Hill in his parlay. So here's my thing. We don't get a ton of opportunities inside the five, it feels like. And like last week we had one and we immediately got a false start or a holding or something, right? Yeah. It was a, hold, it was a holding. So like Justice Hill is the guy who's going to get the red zone carries outside the five-yard line. Yeah, inside the five is, is Gus or Lamar territory. Yeah, yeah. 100%. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with a Justice touchdown this week. Uh, I'm going to go with Bateman. Um, 25 plus. Actually, I'm going to do a couple receivers. Bateman and Odell, 25 plus. Are you going to put J.K. Dobbins to be on the sideline in your parlay? Or are you just going to go the Will Hate parlay? Um, <laughs> uh, and then I'm going to say likely 50 plus. That's and, probably the safe. That's probably the safest parlay. And anyone. I'm going to add one more to it. Lamar one plus passing touchdowns. Again, that seems like free money. So. Yeah, but you might as well add a add an easy leg to it and bump it up a little bit. Yeah, because I'm sure that'll be plus four fifty or plus five hundred. But again, when you're putting when you're seven legs deep, that that's meaningful. No, uh, I think it, Lamar one plus passing touchdowns will probably be like plus one one twenty or something like that. If not, uh, no, no, no way. That's minus it's, money. That's it, minus. It, that's it's minus. It's minus. three ninety. Is it yeah, right it's, now? It's, yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised. Drew Drew knows Fanduel because I think it's going to be a heavy run game, but but if you do that lightly fifty yards, that's plus money anyway. So okay, if you do the lightly fifty yards, that's what you said, right? Yeah, like so Lamar forty plus rushing, Justice touchdown, Bateman and OBJ uh twenty five plus, likely fifty plus. You said lightly. I mean, you said Lamar forty rushing. Yeah, and what else you say? Justice anytime touchdown. What? And then you said Lamar. Lamar, and then one Lamar one plus passing touchdown, Bateman, Odell, twenty-five plus pass or receiving, likely fifty plus receiving. So I got a six leg. But they ain't got Bateman yards on here yet. I mean, Bateman twenty-five plus is gonna be like plus one thirty, I think. So you like him for twenty seven? You might as well say you like him for twenty seven then, right? Twenty seven and a half. Is that his is that his number? Yeah, that's his line. They ain't oh, got the it, alternate yet. Yeah. Well then then twenty five plus is gonna be Minus one thirty or one minus one twenty five. Yeah. Then yeah. And then you said Justice Hill anytime touchdown. That's plus three. So, but that's a six leg, right? Yeah. That is plus four thousand six uh sixty nine. Hell yeah! It ain't it ain't bad. Nice. That's a full that's a full unit play. That's gonna that that's probably gonna net like a uh, eleven hundred bucks. No, if it, it's gonna net um four grand for you. No, my full. I don't. I do hundred hundred dollar units. Thousand dollars. Sorry, uh, forty grand for you. Thousand dollar units. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. We did not yeah, get to a thousand downloads, so I will not be giving out. Yeah, that's a scary yeah. over an address, by the way. Yeah, that's so a fine. yeah, that's a forty piece, boy. You put a you put a stack on it. That's a cool forty stack. Yeah, I mean, Will Will's throwing out twenty unit, you know, twenty grand bets with coworkers and shit. So, yeah. well, Trippy, you bags. didn't hear you didn't hear this. Uh, so the the coworker I made that bet with my four. It was a 40 unit bet, right? Or it was a 20 unit bet. I'm sorry. 20, 20 unit, unit bet. bet yeah. 20 unit bet. And I made that bet probably week two, week three of the NFL season with him when he was very confident. His wife is 34 weeks pregnant. And uh, he, let's just say. Told him that he can't bet 20 grand with you. No, 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 no. Let's just say that his recent performance at work has been 
uh, subpar Ron Stanley caliber subpar in a, in a, in a commission heavy role. So I called him and I said, Hey man, you got a kid, you got a kid on the way. I know things have been not going great here. So let's, let's do a little bit more of a manageable number for you here. Cause I don't want to like fuck your bank account up going into Christmas. So man, man, of, man of honor dropped down to four grand instead of 20 grand. <laughs> exactly. Cause Dang. good guy will. He paid me today. Dang, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy that Will's giving out all these parlays that we're throwing like 50 bucks on because we're like normal people and he's throwing a whole thousand dollars on it. Fucking wild. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Will's banned from a lot of casinos in uh, Vegas for the amount of gambling that he does. We're, we're not allowed to discuss that on the podcast, but. Well, and Fa- FanDuel, man, FanDuel, they, they, they're on to me too. They, they stopped giving me all these fucking boosts and shit. Shit, there will be no boosts either. Yo, that Charlie Collard touchdown, boy. I keep looking at that shit. That shit look good. Will's going to end up looking like uh, fucking Matt Damon at the end of Rounders. He's going to shit kicked out of him by some Russian mob guy who fucking eats Oreos while they play Texas home. Anybody listening to it, I want I want, I want, want 5% of your earnings on that if you hit. Yeah, that's the that's the trippy tax. Shit, put a pet record. Put Charlie Collard and Pat Ricard together. Say no. Well, I I have I don't think I've had a single Ravens game this year where I've had less than 10, 11, 12 bets, something in that neighborhood. So like I make my bet that I put in here. I bet my score. Um I, I'll I'll probably bet one or two of your parlays too, depending on what I'm feeling like. And then I'll go in and make my own parlay as well, another one that I'll give my, out on my on 32 my, my- my thirty-two dollar trippy parlay is got to hit this week. My thirty-two dollar win win every quarter. Okay. Prop. I've hit three out of four quarters the last like four weeks. I'm due. Well, if you if you progressive parlay it, maybe maybe that'll be the way to get it. That would be that would require me to give money to DraftKings. I mean, yeah, if you, I, I mean, if you don't, if you doing a, a zone thirty-two special on a like throwing thirty-two, I just throw thirty-two dollars on a Charlie Polar touchdown. No, I've been. I I got I got to ride this one out. I've been. And since since you, since you're uh, it's, it's sixty minutes, you know, I've been putting putting thirty two dollars on that. I got to do it. Oh, faster like, uh, every quarter. Yeah, last yeah. week that would have net me like two grand, and we lost in the fucking second quarter. Well, yeah, and then I'll go in and check all the anytime touchdown scores. I bet Ricard last week. I bet Tylen Wallace. He was like plus twenty seven hundred, I think. Yeah. Uh, go into the defensive props. I I keep forgetting to look at the the interception odds because I feel like. Betting one of they our- were bad. They were bad last week. They were very bad last week. Okay. Um, early in the year, you could get like Geno Stone or Kyle Hamilton or um, Brent Stevens, like in the plus like thousand range. Now they're like plus 300, 400. Okay. Like that's still, you know, it's still decent payout, but it's yeah. nowhere near what it used to be. Yeah. I bet, I bet sacks. So like last week, I bet four different guys to get sacks, only one hit. So I lost money on it, but it's not a bad because like if two guys hit, you win. Yeah. So yo, the Ravens win every quarter, yo. That's a main payout. You put thirty two dollars on there. Oh yeah, last night. week it would have. Last week it would have hit me for a lot, a lot of, a lot of fucking cash. I've been well, donating should've... a lot of money. I've been doing. I've been giving a lot of gifts to Fanduel lately. I'm not, not really thrilled with how shit has been going, but uh, yeah. I'll, this is the week. Every it's in like every day for like the last two weeks. One leg off. One leg off. Like yep, good tickets too. Same. I missed a fucking. I I put. I had a Michael Meyer breakout game. Another fucking Notre Dame shit bag. I could not believe when I missed you, it by when, a you yard. when you put that fucking thing in there when you bet it. I was like, what are you yeah. doing? M- Michael Mayer hasn't had a touchdown all season. 
Yeah, I, I fucking, I just, I, I had a feeling, and that fucking prick was one yard short. That's not bitch his ass, fault. I've, I've just blamed the Raiders. Is, bitch ass is like fucking six five and can't reach forward fucking three feet. It's unbelievable. Notre Dame just does fucking, tight, does tight ends really well. Notre Dame doesn't do shit well. Fucking pricks. I remember I saw oh. a play last year. So anyway, yeah. I, I believe it's about that time. Musically, we're all going with going back to Cali by Notorious B.I.G. Correct. That's the, all right. I I'll, like put a, I'll, I'll, I'll put a poll That's out, fine. but yeah, I think I think that'll win. So, Will, I want you to put a poll that, out and just do four, do that four times. Yeah, that's see that, which that's which point. number wins. Okay. See which so hold on. Wins. Okay, hold on. So then, uh, okay, on the uh, on the count of three, everybody put a number one through four up. All right. Okay. All right. One. Hold on. It's one, two, three. Go. Okay. Okay. One, two, three. Go. I'll go to one. Which one of you is going to give up to? This is I'll go Jake. to three. I'll go to three. Fuck yeah, you, dude. Uh, yeah, I'll go to three. Buddy. I'll go to three. I'll All right, three. so Jake, Drew, Trippy, me. Jake, Drew, Trippy, me. All right, hold on. Yeah, I couldn't see that. Trippy during the side. No idea we're both on them. Oh, Just... yeah, I forget the yeah. <laughs> right, I was waiting. <laughs> yep. say, what's my little one to two? I said, damn. <laughs> I was like, who, who, am I, who am I battling with you? Okay. You're uh, battling with the man of the people. So, yeah, okay. So, uh, yeah, we'll see who wins. Do I go horns go. down? A lot, a lot's at stake but, here because whoever wins doesn't get to put doesn't get a vote next week. That's if, assuming Grant. If Grant, shows, Grant shows up, shows if up. Grant yeah. shows up, but yeah, maybe if he shows up, do we have anybody that we could get on? I don't. I don't think we have any anybody relevant from Miami. I mean, I know a couple. I know a couple. I mean, I know a couple. Like they cool on Twitter for real. We might could get. T Will, 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 Will. Well, I want you to do a Twitter search for me. Does T Pain oh, have? Matter of fact, Will, I do know somebody. He from Baltimore. He got his own podcast. Okay. So maybe we could like you know do like a little you know a little collab you know. Yeah, yeah. If T Pain's if T Pain's DMs are open, I'm going to send him that fucking horrific Miami Dolphins fit, uh, song that he made a couple years ago. I'm going to say, do you want to come on on my podcast to discuss how fucking terrible this is? No, his his DM, DMs are not open. All right. There you That's go. unfortunate. So but I, anywho. I just followed him for four seconds to find that out and unfollowed him. You can literally just see it without following. Well, I just wanted to make sure <laughs> in case in case you ha- in case he had it set to followers only. Got it. Yep. I didn't know that was a thing. Well, anyway, that's going to do it for this week's installment. On behalf of the Zone 32 family, Merry Christmas. Happy Oh, hold Kwanzaa, on. Oh, hold on. One, one, one oh, yeah. thing. Merry hold Christmas, on. everybody. Happy holidays. Hold on. Before you end this, hold on. We need to do one thing here. I'm going to play Mariah Carey. Will's playing Mariah Carey. Okay. No, I was looking for, I, I was looking for a name. I was looking for a name. But um, Max's, Max's dog passed away last week. So, you know, we uh, like to, right. we like to shout out the dogs. Hold on. I'm going to pour myself a little extra because I, I already finished my drink. But uh, there we go. And, and uh, you know, I, I don't know how old the dog was in the picture. She doesn't look old, but it was probably just a picture from when she was younger. But anyway, I know Max will hear this because he listens to every second of the podcast because he has to. So make sure Jake doesn't say any, you know, fucking off color comments. Yeah. Uh, oh, of course not. So, he, can't, he can't disrespect the dogs. No. All, all, all well, dogs. Drew, you're more likely. Even that. though I know Trippy hates dogs, but. Um, Anyway, it's a bad time to mention I, that whoa, in the whoa, middle whoa, of the I tribute whoa, whoa, to Max's whoa, whoa, dog. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't say I hate dogs. I just don't like them because, you know, I'd be scared of them. I ain't going to say I hate they, them. They attack You don't like random dogs that you don't know. You like friendly dogs. I don't think he yeah. likes friendly dogs either. He just doesn't like dogs at all. That's fair. Hey, Jake, I think this is better, Jake. Here's the thing, man. I can't fuck with Pepsi like that because he has that commercial <laughs> that 
you had Kent with a Kylie Jenner go up. You're, you're ruining the tribute. To, like, you're ruining the tribute to Max's dog. Jake, Jake, shut the fuck up. But Jake, you shut the fuck up, Jake, Drew. Nah, fuck, fuck that. Now fuck that, son. We're, go, we're talking. Anyway, let's get the fucking to the law. Yeah, R.I.P. to Max's dog. I, I looked, I, I, I thought, I remember the post. I thought the name was on there. The name's not on there, so I don't know the name, but R.I.P. to Max's dog. I love all dogs. Unlike, Trip, unlike Trippy, hates all dogs. Hey, people, I do not hate dogs. There you go. But anyway, do you believe this that's going to do it. You? Trippy, I don't believe Motherfucker. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going, going back, back to Cali, Cali. Trying to end the show for three fucking minutes like, nah, let's break this up. Nah, let's break this up. Shut the fuck up. That's going to do for this oh, week's installment. Check, hold on. Check, check, hold on. Nah, fuck you. Nah, check, fuck you, on. Drew. Fuck you. <laughs> your pew beard having ass motherfucker looking like some ball sack hair crawling out of your fucking chin. That's going to do gonna for this, this week's installment. Check. Hey. Check. Only part. Check. Only part, check, ginger on. motherfucker. Check, hold on. Check, I have hold a fragment of a soul, you dirty motherfucker. That, that's going to do it for this week's installment. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Holidays. Whatever the fuck you celebrate. If you're at Levi Stadium, come find me. Zone 32 will be live there. No, I won't. I'll be around, though. We'll be back next week to discuss this, that, and the other. But meanwhile, it's time for me to die. That was a good Christmas death. Yeah, solid. Yo! <laughs> yo, he just disappeared. Yo, that's what's so funny. <laughs> zone, zone 32. 32.